Welcome everyone to this podcast on the weekly parasha. I am your host, Rabbi Menachem Landa. It is a beautiful day. It is Tuesday, October 27th. Tuesday is a great day. In the Torah, it says twice on Tuesday when God created the world, it says double the expression tov. Tov means good. And today there's a double dose of goodness. So let's make it a great day and we'll start it off with some Torah. A Torah thought on the weekly parasha. This parasha called Lech Lecha. We are introduced to the star. His name is Avraham, Abraham. Avraham Avinu, he's our patriarch, the first Jew. It's a very special Torah reading. In fact, these opening words of the Torah portion, which is Lech Lecha, God tells Avraham, go to a land which I will show you. These two words, Lech Lecha, without an exaggeration, are perhaps the two most important words ever commanded to to man. It was a commandment that we have to go and do work and journey in this world and make a difference. To quote the fifth Chabad Rebbe, Rabbi Shalom Dovber of Lubavitch, he says, and I'll quote him, from the very moment that God instructed Avram to leave his homeland and set out on his journey, the cosmic process of refinement began. I'll just stop the quote here to explain there's a, there's a purpose in our world. There's godly, divine sparks that are scattered throughout the world, on the globe. Our job is to t- find these sparks of holiness, a spiritual energy, and ele- elevate them, bring them back to their source, correct that space, that part of the world. To continue the Rebbe's uh, quote, he says like this, sparks of divine consciousness lay embedded in the physical world, awaiting their redemption. So saintly individuals who possess clear vision can perceive on their own just where the captive sparks they are meant to refine are located, and they can go there on their own. The rest of us are led by divine providence to places or situations in which the sparks we are meant to liberate await us. So just to explain that there there are some righteous people like Rebbe's, they know the location of these divine sparks. They could go there or they can send someone there and elevate, do the work, release them. But most of us, we don't know where they are. We don't know where the situation will arise that we find that godly spark. So every time we find ourselves in a location, it's not by coincidence. It's divine providence. God, Hashem led us there to be in that situation, whether we're in our office or we're at home, we're walking on the street or we're stuck in traffic or we're in the airport and we missed our flight. All those situations were there, not because of coincidence, because we are meant to be there to liberate a divine spark and energy. So that's Lech Lecha, go. So let's just focus on those words. The first verse of the Torah reading reads like this, Vayomer Hashem al-Avram, God says to Avram, Lech Lecha, Me'artzacha, Umimoladetacha, Umibet Avicha. Go forth from your land and from your birthplace and from your father's house, Ela'aretz Asher Areka, to the land which I will show you. So that's the opening verse of this week's Torah portion. So God is instructing Avram, Go out of your land, and I will show you where to go. But God is obviously being very detailed here. If you look at the words, where are you going from? Where, where are you leaving? You're leaving your land, your birthplace, your father's home. 
Obviously, if God is instructing Avram to go somewhere, it's kind of obvious that you're leaving your current location. Why is God telling him to leave your current place? And not only telling him to leave it, but he's being detailed what place you're leaving. You're leaving your home, your land, your birthplace. Wouldn't it be more helpful if he actually told him where he's going instead of where he's leaving from? Why is he focusing on the departure? He should actually be more focused on the arrival. Where are you going to? It would actually help Avram and Sarah pack. Are they going to a hot climate where they should bring uh, extra water and suntan lotion? Are they going to a, cl- a cold climate? They should bring an extra pair of ice skates and um, a coat, a thicker coat. But he wasn't told anything about the place they're going to, just the full detail about the departure. It would be more helpful giving details of the destination. So with this command, with a detail of the departure, there's something deeper going on here. God is actually mapping out not only Avram, but every single Jew's ultimate destination. Are we have a divine service and we have a destination on this divine service. What is that destination? Well, it's actually more important to know the departure. Then you'll find your destination. There's many steps in our journey because the journey of Avram was set forth the journey of each and every one of ours. And our job is to transcend our personal constraints, limitations, and any of our personal bias or motives and to fulfill what Hashem wants, why we were put into this world. So in this verse, God is hinting to Avram how to transcend your own restraints to put yourself on the right journey. The words are, let's just analyze the words with a little bit of chassidus. Go forth from your land. Me'artzecha. The word artzecha, which is the Hebrew word for your land, that comes from the same word of ratzah, which means your wills, your desires, your own inclination. So the first command means abandon the preferences that you are inclined toward by your very nature and focus more on what God wants from you. So the land is representing our nature and go forth from your land means put your own nature, put your own preferences aside. Your birthplace is saying the environment you grew up in, the habits, the lifestyle that you were raised with or that shapes you. This second command is that you transcend your lifestyle that has been influenced by your surroundings, by your family, that maybe limit you or you feel kind of in a certain place, leave that birthplace, leave that place that you feel um, you, you are by habit and this is who you are. You can leave that. You have to transcend that. And finally, the final place you should leave from is your father's house. This is about your education which of course is coming from your parents. Nothing wrong with the good education you get from your parents, but some things that you were taught maybe are not the correct thing or maybe not the right way or memories you have from your childhood or from uh, school. So this command is telling you that in order to reach the promised land where Avram was headed, your devotion to God must supersede any academic sophistication or achievements of intellect that you have studied and you have achieved and you have graduated from, realize that if you want to really enter the promised land, which is a a true, honest relationship with God, you have to leave your education, which means don't ignore your education, but realize that you have to go even above what your education tells you. Even above, you have to override or supersede any of that uh, that, uh, achievements. Realize that there's something even higher than your intellectual achievements. 
Where are you going? To the land that I will show you. What this means is, a person who devotes himself in an unconditional way to God, which means he's making himself to be or herself that she should be a conduit for God, surrendering my personal preference or any of my bias, then the destination is entirely irrelevant. When a spouse asks, can you do this for me? You don't ask, what is it that you want? Of course, you should find out the details, but you're, you're already eager and you say yes before even knowing what it is that they want from you. Because it's not about my personal preference, am I interested in doing this or not? Or my personal calculations, is it worth it? It's that unconditional love for your spouse. And of course, whatever you want me to do, I want to do for you. In a similar way, we devote ourselves to God in an unconditional way, which means it's not based on calculations. Okay, God, you do this for me and I'll do that for you. We're in a relationship to, with God that overrides and supersedes any calculation or any bias. And then once you're in that relationship, you're on that journey. It doesn't really matter where you're headed. You're ready to fulfill whatever it is that God wants, regardless of any particulars that come along the path. So with this verse, in this opening verse of the Torah portion of Lech Lecha, God is setting into motion the journey of me and your journey, which is to elevate sparks of the world and to really put ourselves on that map and to really have our jumpstart our, our journey realize that we have to go above ourselves. We have to go beyond what our nature or our nurture is, beyond any of our intellectual um, achievements, and realize that we're in a relationship with God above our nature, above our nurture. We're in an unconditional relationship with God. And when we have that, then we could have the true lech lecha. We could go, and not just go, lech lecha, the literal word means you don't just go forth. You go forth to find the true you. Lecha, lech lecha means go to you, Go to your true self. You want to find yourself, you have to override any of the things that are limiting you. And then you can find the true soul inside and let it shine and let it elevate all the godly sparks in your home, in your office, on your walks, and any place that you find yourself. So let it be an amazing Tuesday, a, a day of double good. And do the goodness in the world. Elevate those sparks. You could do it in your own home. You could do it anywhere in the world. Let's make a difference and let's bring Mashiach now.